You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hi, I'm JT from Hawthorne Heights, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Hey everybody, this is Chris Rathalias from the band Punchline. And this is Steve Sabosley from Punchline. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. It's a great podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me is almost always the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Excited to be here. We are live at the Foundry here in Philadelphia. You've heard us here before. Uh, We've been here before a couple times for interviews, and we're here with some returning guests, and it's cool we get to say that. Back in February, we had uh, one of our favorite bands of all time on the show, May, and now they're here back live, which is pretty surreal that the guys in May are about a foot and a half away from us right now. Not even. (laughs) How you guys doing? That's a good six inches. So so thank you guys for coming back. We appreciate it. Thank you. Be here. So we have Dave, Jacob, and Zach here from the show. Uh, Before we get started into the questions, and more of a follow-up, you have some new releases. You're playing a show here tonight. Uh, Before we get into all that, I just want to celebrate Old Dominion's win over Virginia Tech. Uh, Yes. (laughs) uh, One of the biggest upsets in the history of college football. I know you guys went to ODU. Yes. So uh, just teach there. Do you really? Yeah. What do you teach? Uh, I teach intro new media and television and society. Uh, intro into media? Intro to new media. New media. Yeah. New media. That's, well, that's insane. Awesome. But yeah, um, huge, huge win. upset. It was yeah. a huge win. Were you uh, around the area for that? No. I've actually only been to one football game. Oh, okay. That's fair. But You're still a fan? You're still a fan. Frank Gore's on the Dolphins. Frank Gore's on the Miami fan. So anytime Virginia Tech loses... It's a good thing for me. <laughs> All right, so uh, again, we, we are here. We we have limited time. Oh, you're a Virginia Tech fan, aren't you? Then I'm not. Oh, okay. <laughs> the way you reacted to the ODU thing, I was like, I, I hope he's not. I hope he's not a Virginia Tech fan. No, I went to Old Dominion for yeah. a year and a half. That's where I met Jake. Gotcha. Yeah. But um, I've never been to a football game. I <clears throat> I grew up going to the college basketball games there. Awesome. Yeah. So anytime there's a mid-major, you know, upset of right. major school kind of thing, I'm. Always about that team, so yeah. Old Dominion yeah. winning anything yeah. is special because they usually they don't make it past like if they make it to the NCAA champion or tournament, they only make it past the first round kind yeah. of thing. So it's cool to see them win. I went to the mid majorist of mid major schools, so I'm with you. Which one? We LaSalle. Uh, oh, LaSalle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We beat Akron once. <laughs> so and then we got rid of our football team. Huge for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that that, put, us that yeah. put us on the map to get rid of the football team. So it was, it was, it was really exciting. They got rid of it the year I started going there. I went to all these football games. My brother went there too. Got to go to all these football games for four years when I was in high school. Thought I was like some badass high school kid just bad luck. and little did I realize 63 nothing is not a good score. <laughs> so uh, so anyway, uh, you guys got done sound check a little bit ago. How'd that go? Went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. feeling I good. I give it a B plus as far as sound checks are. B plus and that's it's a passing grade. We'll that's take a it. passing grade. <laughs> uh, so, so again, we spoke in February um, and we had a lengthy interview. We recommend you go check that bonus episode out again. If you just scroll through your feed on wherever you get your audible goodness, you'll be able to hear that interview. It was about an hour, an hour and fifteen minutes long. Uh, but we have some follow up questions about that. Is number one, how's your 2018 been so far? Wait, it's uh, what month? It's, o- it's October. October. It's October. We're it's halfway through yeah. October. It's been a long year. Not a bad way. Just <laughs> it has been a long year. It's been yeah. packed yeah. with. Yeah. yeah you guys, you guys so been touring much. all over the place. Well, so this is our first tour um, period in a year and a half. It's our first tour 
with new music in quite some yeah. time. And so uh, this is the second to last stop for us. We um, are in Philly tonight, right? And then we're down kind of near DC tomorrow. No. And then we take about two weeks off. And then we hit the road, like, first week of November, playing cities like Durham, North Carolina, Atlanta, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Austin, Dallas, Houston. So we'll be hitting southwest, or midwest, southeast. Um, but this run's only been two weeks. So we've been Chicago, Nashville, Detroit, Pittsburgh, New York City, Boston. Kind of just testing the waters out here. Yeah. Yeah, so this, is, yeah. this is the first show, you know, this week, actually, of the tour. So right. We have, like, three days off. After New York, gotcha. Maybe um, we had a really weird start with our van. It was, I felt they were very fragmented actually as a tour uh, is concerned, but um, yeah. Now we're starting to get into the swing of things. Oh yeah, I almost feel it's like a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the so rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's good that we are going to get back to it in about two more weeks because mm-hmm. that rhythm has been established. Yeah. So yeah. we don't want to lose what we. Yeah, got to keep the momentum going. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Any big plans for the two weeks that you have off? <laughs> I'm working in the studio. Okay. I think we're, think we're all just working. So you're never, you're never really off, then. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay. any home and VR update? You said sometime around the next record. Any idea? Yeah. You, we Last time we spoke, you mentioned you got to play home, and there was that whole virtual reality oh, experience. Yeah. You said you'd have an update around the time that the full length is going to come out. We do. And we do you have some have, updates. Yeah. Do you have any updates? <laughs> hold on. That you can share. Yeah. If not, yeah. tell us to get out. You know? No, no, no. We, we certainly can. Thank you. Um... So, the biggest the biggest news is that uh, we just got to spend several hours last week. Was it uh, a... Yeah, it's Friday, right? Days. So yeah. it was Tuesday? Yeah, it was like Tuesday night. Uh, with several different animators and visual artists um, creating what we can kind of only call, at this point, light paintings okay. uh, to each of the, the songs on the new album. So imagine for a second... Uh, you get the album, and then there is a custom, like, immersive visualizer for every song. And we were working directly with the artist to, to manifest that and make that. And so um, when you are listening to the record, you will be able to basically access these visuals that you can use your phone and like a VR version of the album that we'll be selling as well. That's awesome. And like and a cardboard. Yep, exactly. VR cardboard viewfinder. Plug so your cool. phone into it and basically turns into an immersive screen so you can kind of lay back and float through the universe while you uh, listen to the That's music. awesome. Is this something that next year? Uh, next month. Next, oh, next, next month. month. Yeah. I, the record drops, I thought, October 26th. The, the album drops November 30th. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, our EP did just come yeah, out October right. 5th, maybe? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, like within the last three yeah. weeks. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. we've been learning and pivoting and kind of shifting towards what would be the best case. Okay. And gotcha. um, we just finished the album, like, not even two months ago. Gotcha. And so things... Things turn around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, when we were speaking... Uh, with each other back in February, we probably thought the album was going to come out come out by summer, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been kind of silly because we weren't finished with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> there were there were tra- trajectories that have changed yeah. as it's kind of taken us a little bit longer to get the thing finished, but it is finished, 
and it did get finished about six weeks ago. So November 30th officially. Gotcha. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. It's the last time I trust the press release. <laughs> right, you know what? In fact, I had an interview with a, a pretty major uh, press, um, I won't even say the name, but they got it wrong. And so I had to go back to the label and be like, is our album coming out? Yeah. <laughs> that's great, but November I was told the wrong date. Yeah. But yeah, it is November 30th. Gotcha. Officially. And, and the EP and the full length will be uh, released under Tooth and Nail? That's correct. So how has that kind of process been working with them? Well, they've been great. Um, the reason why ultimately it felt so comfortable to go back to Tooth and Nail is that they've always given us 100% artistic freedom. So we don't report to them, not that we would have a problem doing that, yeah. but we don't need to report to them as we're making the album. We just need to deliver what... And there, there was no pressure on you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's even too, like, yeah. it did take 11 months mm -hmm. from when we actually moved into the studio and started recording six days a week kind of thing. Uh, it took that long, and I would say maybe with another label... Uh, we might be pressured more often to yeah. hurry up and turn some things in. But with Tooth and Nail, they just trusted that we knew what we were doing in our process, and that was going to be the best yeah. recipe for the album, you know, um, just for us to be really satisfied with it. So they've been good to us all throughout the years, um, and so it felt like a comfortable place to get our ourselves back on on the on the may horse and, yeah. and moving forward again artistic freedom too is a beautiful thing that's, yeah. that's all we need if you give us because you hear so many horror it. stories of bands being pressured yeah. to do something to write a, a hit single for the radio or something like that so it's good to hear the starting line reportedly wrote a record about one of their experiences from a oh, label yeah. being pressured so i oh, yeah, no. i can I, I can't understand because i'm not in a band yeah. but i can understand oh it's brutal <laughs> Uh, now, yeah. now, last time you guys had mentioned you have done over 1,600 shows, four continents, and I just need to know, did the, do you still get the jitters? Is that still a thing for you, or do you get that nervous energy when you're about to go on stage still, even after all these shows? Yes. Definitely, yeah, <laughs> Especially when we haven't played a show in a very long time, and we're right. playing songs we haven't played before. Right. Um, it's particularly uh, this run, I've been nervous, personally, uh, a whole lot. So, <laughs> I won't even say it's positive nervous energy, it's actually just being nervous. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you got to start, you know, we talked about rhythm a few minutes ago, then you got to start mm -hmm. not having to think as much, because I also have new gear, I, know, I don't want to get to the sidebar, but you know, it's a lot of things I have to think yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and then, the rhythm kicks in, you start to have a little bit more fun, a little bit more fun, and now I'm at the point where I'm having more fun than I am thinking, but yeah. I'm still thinking a whole lot. So yeah, I still have uh, nervous jitters. If it makes you feel better, you look confident. Oh well, yeah. uh, as long as I exude, <laughs> yeah, sit there, see a cloud of confidence <laughs> surrounding that. I overcorrect. Yeah. <laughs> the difference for lots of artists between what's projected and what's felt is probably pretty significant. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. What about what about this feeling like a job? Does it ever feel like a job that you have a show to do that night? Or is this still something you just like? It's less that the show feels like a job, and it's the 23 hours of the day that you aren't playing a show that are definitely feeling like a job. Mm -hmm. Especially as you get older and you've got families back yeah. home and your your routine kind of gets thrown off. And it's, I think it's more, 
you know, what we look forward to is the camaraderie, is the fact that because we don't live in the same yeah. place, those hours, like what actually makes them meaningful is the friendships that we have built over, mm-hmm. God, like 20 years. Sure. And, Same with us, 22, yeah. 22 23 years we've yeah. been friends. I don't admit it. You met when you were eight. <laughs> That's the, that, yeah. was exactly yeah. the, uh, yeah, that. that was exactly the age when uh, you called me Corey. And my yeah. name is not Corey. You uh, look like this other guy. Long story. <laughs> I did. I, I listen, listen I did. did. I look just like Corey. We had blonde hair. The only similarity. Yeah. But I punted a football at his head and hit him in the back of the head, so I think we're even. That explains all them headaches. <laughs> well, then I played quarterback, and you ta- you sacked me, and I still well, I still can't think straight. Re- that was revenge. Yeah, that was a That's all time. I got to say. Uh, so... <laughs> Frank Gore on the Dolphins. So uh, we we talked a little bit about the EP a few minutes ago. Um, we didn't really touch on it too too much in our first interview, and we only just spoke about it briefly now. So let's talk about the the EP, the production of it, and just kind of coming together and saying let's do this again. I would say uh, that the EP was a bit of an afterthought. Like okay. We didn't start out trying to make an EP that would become a record, but gotcha. the deeper we got into the record, uh, the more sense it made to kind of unveil it in stages. And if you think about a song like Our Love is a Painted Picture, that was out like almost two, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. We saw you play it live by yourself on stage at the uh, Trocadero. Yeah. yeah. With Constellations. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so... You know, it's so there. There are no rules at this point in how to release music anymore. And yeah. I think even if there are norms, we always try to step back and examine like what's the right thing for this collection of songs. Like, what's the best way to invite people into the the world we're trying to build over the course of this this record? And um, this one has a lot going on. In it. And instead of just kind of throwing it out there and letting it, you know, have a moment really quickly and potentially pass people by, like we wanted to kind of invite people on the journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we've kind of been slowly expanding the boundaries of (laughs) the record. And EP feels like the next kind of expansion. Mm -hmm. And then once the rest of the music comes out, it's kind of like people who've been in it with us will, I think, appreciate the payoff of how sure. the whole thing kind of connects together. I mean, how long have we been working on some of these songs? Like three years. Like, this thing is three years in the making, right? And so... So it's been a long time just being, like, slowly... Like, we get together. I mean, even... When we do the stage at show a long time ago? How, many, how long ago was that? Do you remember? 2015. The stage at... And, um... I remember then we were kind of pl- mm-hmm. playing around with ideas that would sure. end up in Let It Die, that the song mm-hmm. you're now yeah. EP, just a long time ago. So we, these songs have been going through various iterations. Long time coming. Yeah. Long time. And he'd just be, you know, we would sit down and every once in a while we'd get together and listen to all the demos that he has and that we kind of collected. And, you know, so if we were to kind of go back and do like a time lapse of that that'd be pretty intense yeah. it's been a long time so the plan was always to have two separate releases that was always the game plan from 2015 oh no no no, 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 no I'm no. just talking about the fact oh, yeah. that we'd be, we actually been getting writing yeah. or conceptualizing yeah. new ideas um, a long time ago but as far as like the strategy regarding um, 
you know, the CP and then the full length. Yeah. That's more of a, a recent kind okay. of uh, mm -hmm. reaction and proaction, just kind of like thinking about what we want to do and how we want to do it. Mm -hmm. I feel like people have come to rely on and expect from May to uh, write these songs that are sort of journeys that you yeah. take. And while we're trying to write our best songs and put together our, our best album to date, creating a journey that has journeys within the journey yeah. is... Inspired by the band journey. Well... <laughs> we, we did play together. We, we, have, yeah, we play on the same stage together. Sure, they're, they're there somewhere. They're there somewhere. In, in our hearts. Yeah. In our hearts. Um, realizing that as the creators of this album, we have noticed that you might spend a lot of time within it. And it's encouraged, obviously. We want you to take a super deep dive into the record. And so with that in mind, maybe starting off with like a sample size right. mm -hmm. of the album. I would right. say that this is no means a real mathematical formula, but the EP to me is about a third conceptually, musically, lyrically, story-wise, the whole thing of what our album, our full, full length, yeah. will be when that comes out. Some of the songs on the album are also on the EP. Some of the songs on the EP that are also on the album are different, even though they're okay. the same song. You'll be like, oh, wait, that outro's longer, that intro's, you know. You'll be surprised time and again, hopefully, with just little kind of production Easter eggs that yeah. they've thrown all over. Nice. And then there are some songs that are on the EP that you won't hear again. If you don't digitally purchase it, because it's a digital-only yeah. uh, release, if you don't own it, you won't be able to stream it. Once, once our new album comes out because we'll, we'll remove that and that's just sort of to make it be a specific yeah. place in time because the EP it has elements that were recorded two plus years ago and then in the 11th hour right before it was time to turn it in we recorded some stuff so it has like a freshness yeah. mm -hmm. that we understand and then it has a couple years worth of stuff recorded as well yeah. that's awesome that's actually really neat yeah. Not, how do you guys go get like Choose a single. How do you guys go about that? I don't know. And <laughs> who gets? Does someone get the final say? I don't or? really know what what that means right now. I, there are, like Jacob was saying, there are norms yeah. to to releasing music. There are not rules that we have to follow. Right. Uh, when May first started uh, putting out music as a band, release day was always on a Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Now, yeah. now release. Release days are on Fridays, and now artists might try to show up very quickly by releasing their song on a day other than Friday. Um, and there are all these little tricks that you can do. Don't announce it, and then all of a sudden it's out. You know, announce it and put a song out every three to six weeks until release date. It, we don't really understand what method would be best for May, but since we have been away for so long, I think it's helpful to show people that we've got a lot of new music that's coming yeah. out and even by the time all the songs that we will release prior to the album that release you'll still have so much music that yeah. we will not share with you until then so it's just a way to keep people coming back yeah. to give May. us a little tease it's, yeah. it's been a while yeah. you know so I think the more uh, music that we can throw out there I think is like helpful just for people to recognize that we're not just Showing up with a new song or a couple of new songs, we've got a lot of music that we're about to share. You 
You mentioned that music used to drop almost exclusively on Tuesdays, which brings back an incredibly vivid memory for me personally. Um, you know, I hate to say it, don't crucify. The first time I got uh, Destination Beautiful was burnt, so I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, but I distinctly remember. I'm going, leaving this. <laughs> I distinctly remember going to a big box retailer, we'll call them, uh, and picking up uh, the Everglow, and then actually purchasing oh, Destination Beautiful. But I just remember so vividly that that was a Tuesday because my yeah. my habit, my thing as a kid was. Uh, especially when I got my driver's license, was drive to this same big box retailer and just go look for music. That's how I found a lot of bands was I would just go through the CD section and just look for awesome album art Mm -hmm. uh, and just kind of pick up on that. And and I found so many great bands from that or going to, let's say, the Warp Tour and and just going to stages that I haven't heard of or purposely picking bands I wanted to watch just based off of that giant blow-up thing and say, I haven't heard of them. We found an awesome band the last Warp Tour we went to uh, red, gold, green. Yeah. We oh, just yeah. heard them in the background, yeah, yeah. and we just walked up to them. We're like, "This is insane!" Yeah. So we wanted to be a part of that experience. So just, yeah. it's a great story for you to tell, and it is interesting. Kind of, I guess every band has its own way of choosing what gets out there, what uh, when it gets out there. But what do you think streaming? Because yeah. we're in a different age than oh, we used to sure. be. Physical media is almost. It's a dying art. It's almost gone, and everything's moving to more uh, digital platform. What do you think streaming has done for the industry? As it, I mean, this is Zach's purview in a in a big way. I think academically and theoretically, it's a lived experience that we've all been through. Um, and I feel like there's probably a whole spectrum of different answers. But I think answering personally that it's been actually amazing mm-hmm. to see. Um, the access that you can have to, just as a music fan, as somebody who is a music fan who doesn't want to go necessarily just illegally download a bunch of stuff, to have the option of paying consistently, you know, and then being able to just kind of peruse the history of recorded music in my pocket. Like, that didn't exist when I was a kid. You know, and to to have come that far from carrying a Walkman like, yeah. in my pocket while I was riding my bike around, to like actually having you know the world's music yeah. accessible at any time is. I think it depends amazing. on on one sense. If you're asking for the artist, it depends on the artist, right? Mm-hmm. So some yeah. artists do really well with streaming. Other artists get more visibility, but they don't necessarily equal better pay or anything mm-hmm. like that so that depends but then there's also the culture of listening which both you just kind of uh, 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 you know pre- talked about right so it's like the idea of going to a record store and buying something based on art or for me growing up it was about compilations that would be sold right mm-hmm. like labels about compilations yeah. or Pace Magazine would send out a compilation with every uh, issue of uh, the magazine they sent out um, and now we have uh, playlists, right? And yeah. for an artist, playlists are really uh, valuable to, to be included on. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, you know, I just wonder what happens to fandom uh, when you have so much content accessible so immediately, yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't make fandom worse or anything. That's like, you know, what happens to the fan when you can just go through so much new content, and what does the artist have to do then to 
you know, uh, imprint upon a listener's brain when it's that rapid, and we don't have to look at your phone. You can just set, yeah. set a playlist, put it in your pocket, and walk away, and you're not, you're not, you're not understanding or know who you're listening to necessarily, yeah. you know? Um, so it kind of just creates and kind of nurtures a whole different mode of listening, um, yeah. and how that translates to fandom, how that translates to finding a new favorite band, how it translates to finding the physical record and going out there and, and things like that. That's just something that I think is kind of still in the mix. And then you have a lot of other, obviously, industrial elements to this. Um, and, you know, we could talk about that for, for a long time. But I think most importantly for me, I think it's most interesting when you think about how it alters fans' relationship to artists and how it alters fans' relationship to the content. Um, and, yeah, I think it's crazy. Because you have streaming platforms um, more than I even really, really, I talk about Spotify and Apple Music, but there's yeah. there's many yeah, there's more. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's also the UK. Like, yeah. yeah. So um, that I think is really interesting and long, long conversation for sure. So we have one more question, but it is, it's encompassed by a bunch of questions. It's a new segment we started okay. with all of our interviews. It's called Rapid Fire. Yes. We're just going to throw questions at you guys. Sam, right. I'll take the first. You take the second. We'll just alternate. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and just the first thing that comes into your head, and we'll, we'll end at that. Cool? Okay. Sound good? Very all good. Right. First one, a show you'll always remember. You 2 and Pearl Jam in Hawaii. Oh, oh damn. That's top to top. I'm gonna say if they I've seen if they had you know if they had a show or they would just agree. The rapid fire, I feel like I'm failing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> just keep going. You could have said journey, I don't know. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> the show that I remember was when May opened up for the Foo Fighters and Weezer for six dates. Oh, wow. That was a dream. That was That's two thousand and five. Uh, and uh, those bands taught me how to like play instruments. I learned drums and guitar chords and stuff by listening to Nirvana and Foo Fighters and Weezer, you know, a bunch of bands like that in the early mid '90s. So, to be on that stage with those bands uh, was like the one of the best experiences I can remember. That's awesome. Um, there's a lot of them, and but one I always remember and I always think back that I actually got to see was um, Hot Water Music. I was assistant in Orlando at the time. Hot Water Music, uh, Sick of It All, and AFI. Mm. They all uh, played together at the Social, which is one of my favorite clubs in Central Florida. Um, and just to have all those bands on one bill at a small club um, was something I always think back to and remember. Miss Murder just came on shuffle on the way here. Oh, yeah? That's the first That's time awesome. I had listened to AFI in a long time. This was then right when Davey started wearing the kind of black yeah. and the, the makeup and everything. Yeah. It was like black sales, pre-black sales yeah. type stuff, yeah. How about a show you'd like to forget? And this could be you playing or going to as a fan. Maybe you were sick, I don't know. Um, this is, this is interesting. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. And there's a lot of factors going on here, but I'm going to go for it anyway. <laughs> um, one of the shows that I, that I do look back on and just think what happened was actually a show that May played at the North Star in Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow. Got rest in peace. Close. Um, it was, uh, we were so, Philly's, we never, we never expect to go here in Philly, but we've always had amazing, awesome shows in Philadelphia at the North Star, at TLA, at the Fillmore, yeah. or um, Electric Factory. Rename me. New ownership. Um, yeah, Trocadero, yeah. all of those. And so when we played the North Star, there's a lot of things going on. I guess the, the World Series was going on. The World Series. The, and the Philly Transit was out. Uh, that wasn't working. Yeah. Um, and who knows what else, but that was just like this thing. We're just like, man, it just like really makes you... 
what's going on? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? What's that? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> like, what happened? Our van and trailer got stolen. Oh, after that show, too. That's oh, right. I'm just no. show. We're sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're sorry as I a totally city. I forgot about that. Strangely don't, enough. Don't hate us. <laughs> we parked it that. in a yeah. parking lot near Vet Stadium, right? And we... Each one of us rolls out of the hotel room down the lobby, and we think the other person has the van because the van's down here. So eventually, we're all eight or nine downstairs. I'm like, where's the van? The whole thing is gone. And so, yeah, that happened, too. That, that same kind of, like, yeah. Philadelphia experience. Oh, man. That was a, that was a, I'm sorry to even we'll lift up the spirit. <laughs> what happened? Like, you. <laughs> you know what happened. Oh, that was rough. If you could get one record cover, one album cover, tattooed on your body or framed in your house... What would it be? Our new one. <laughs> Same. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, but there's context there because it is actually an original painting by a world-renowned artist who oh, has awesome. synesthesia and painted her experience of listening to our album. So the whole thing is this beautiful, like, color texture original. Oh, that's painting. amazing! Uh, I got the place over yeah. my fireplace. Yeah, right exactly. Now. I got some exactly. Room. Awesome. That's awesome. How about a guilty pleasure band or song? No such thing. No such thing. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. Good. So for me, like I go to the karaoke bar, I always sing "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, Fair I don't enough. think I don't think yeah. I think it's too oxymoronic yeah. to say guilty and pleasure. It's either yeah. like it or don't. And it also just kind of you know reinforces the idea that some things are not as cool as others. Yeah. Be embarrassed sure. by listening huh. to them, which is not at all the case. I love, uh, there's a Maroon 5 song I really like, but I can't think of the, the, the title right now. So if eh. that category were to be in play, that would Maroon okay, wh- 5. What about a, just a favorite band? Someone's favorite for the childhood or now? Just period? Yeah. Favorite bands yeah. ever? Yeah, just cut the I mean, my, my like several favorite bands ever would be The Beatles, mm-hmm. uh, Radiohead, uh, Death Cab for Cutie, Ooh, nice. Fleetwood Mac. It's a beautiful um, mix. I just... Stop there. Yeah. No, it's it's no. Say I've seen three of those four yeah. live. Yeah. Didn't I see the Beatles? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to assume it's not them. We're not that old. Cigarettes. Um, yeah, my favorite is Cigarettes. That's nice. amazing. Uh, some of these are going to get a little weird. It's all right. Ice cream cake or traditional cake? Ice cream cake. Whoa, whoa. There's dissension. Whoa. No. Dave's the really deciding factor. <laughs> just kidding. Just diversity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who said, who said traditional? I said traditional. traditional. Yellow chocolate ice. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you knew the follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would just meet in the middle and say ice cream and cake. And it would be yellow cake with chocolate frosting oh, yeah. with fudge ripple ice cream. Now I'm hungry. Hell yes. Cat, cats or dogs? dogs? I've got a cat. Both, but cats. Yeah, both. Yes. Oh, we're, we're, dogs. He, we're, we're a dog guy. We're a dog guy. I'm, I'm a cat person. Uh, favorite ride at a carnival? The fastest carnival? roller coaster that's going to... Really? Good yeah. for you. I am better man than baby. I like a big drop. Yeah. Over oh, two for me. Yeah. yeah. I like the teacups. <laughs> I like, at, a, at a carnival, I probably just stay off the rides. Yeah. Good for you. I'm with you. I'll watch you. Sketchy, right? Sketchy. It's like, that's I like the gra- I like the gravitron. That's, that's about where <laughs> I go. Go upside down on that thing. <laughs> uh, flight or invisibility? Flight. 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 Invisibility is creepy. Creepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's pretty sinister. The, the best breakfast food? Everything. Mm. Breakfast is the meal. The meal. Yeah, it's the meal. It's my favorite. It's so good. Yeah, it's my, right? favorite. It's my favorite. I'll tell you what, we played a couple times. We've been looking to play uh, Indonesia. 
Ooh, or is it Singapore? Yeah. I forget. There's one of these countries in the the hotel buffet in the morning. as well. Yes. It is yeah. ridiculous because it's breakfast food, mm. but it's also everything else. Yeah. Everything oh, else. And it's man. so amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I went to Sabrina's today, and unfortunately, <sighs> these guys were already they weren't in town yet. But that's one of our fa- yeah. favorite places to go in Philly for brunch. And we had I had huevos rancheros, and oh, we got oh, a oh, um, oh, banana Jesus. stuffed. French toast oh, in the middle of the table. That's my thing. And, mm. and that's, so yeah, good. So, so, so good. breakfast. Just breakfast, yeah. period. There's a, a, a restaurant in Hawaii that I'm obsessed with, too, whenever we go out and play, and they have uh, acai bowls. Love acai bowls. Yeah. I, there's, there's a fast, there's a healthy fast food restaurant down the street from my house that serves those. Oh, okay. yeah. They're seven bucks, but they're amazing. It's yeah, they are so amazing. good. Well, you're getting your word. Yeah, 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 yeah I sure so. are. Yeah. yeah. A major sport that you could do without. I agree. Yes. I'm right That's on the one. I mean, my dad loves NASCAR, so I'm going to keep it on the slate. Yeah, Out of respect, just, just personal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I don't. I don't want to take any way. If we're talking in the states, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I want to keep them on the table. Like, I don't like watching baseball, but I love going to baseball games. I don't like going to football games, but I love watching football yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. And basketball is just what I grew up loving. So. Those are the three main ones, right? Yeah. I mean, I love yeah, soccer, hockey, too. Yeah, yeah. Soccer. yeah I want to keep them all keep them all around. You forgot real hockey. Fly, the Flyers. Uh, <laughs> the Flyers. Yeah. You can't I'm from Florida. I mean, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Lightning. The Lightning is still. You're one of the best teams. Yeah, they, they just won. Uh, your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Christmas. Thanksgiving. What a party. Yeah, what a party. Yeah. Thanksgiving. It's right best. around the corner. Yeah. I should say the holidays at the end of the year. I don't want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. December holidays. Yeah. <laughs> the last book you guys read? Uh, I read a book called The Divine Dance. Uh, it's um, it's a spiritual book. I'll just leave it at that. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Okay. I've been reading Michael Pollan's newest book called How to Change Your Mind. It's a deep dive into the science and history of psychedelics. Cool. I know, I'm sure you read Adelix Huxley, Doors of Perception. I just finished that again, read that for the second time. That's that's an eye-opener. Yeah, Um, I'm going to say Be Creative. It's a book by a woman named Angela McRobbie. McRobbie, she's in the UK. It's about making a living in the culture industries in this kind of neoliberal era of capitalism. And that's where I'm at. Awesome. <laughs> a childhood memory that you think you remember correctly, but you probably don't. And we're running short on time, so we'll keep oh, it to yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa Claus? Okay, that's fair. I wasn't even going there. <laughs> that's okay. My, my kid won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first May song you ever recorded. Ember's Envelopes. Beautiful. Number one. Yeah. Uh, and finally, a place that you've never played that you've always wanted to. Uh, for me, it'd be Italy. I really want to be in Italy sometime soon. As an Italian, I appreciate that. Iceland. Oh, I'm with you again. I want to play Germany. Awesome. Yeah. Not, I, I want to try their beer. <laughs> wow. Well, guys, thank you so much for round two uh, of an interview with us. We really appreciate it. We're so excited to. Uh, See you guys in just a few hours from now. Uh, perform here at the Foundry in Philadelphia. Stick around, however, because Sam and I are going to be back at the very end of this interview with a live show review from the car. Uh, so you'll get to hear that, uh, our impressions from the show straight away. But, gentlemen, thank you again for spending the time with us. Uh, thank you. Pleasure. Yeah. yeah, fun interviews. And we will be back this weekend for episode 113.
Let's go have some beers. Nice gentlemen. <laughs> and we are here live in the car. And we still have our voices. And we God. still have our voices. Thank goodness. We are here for a very quick uh, show recap. We just got done seeing May. It is after 1130 on Friday night. We're going to bring you episode 112. You're going to hear this after that drops. Bring you that at 645 tomorrow morning. So, so we got seven hours there it is. We got a lot of podcasting in us in the last 24 <laughs> hours and the next 12 coming up. So, uh, but, but again, a, a fun set list as always by May. They come on and, um, you know, they did what they do. They're very consistent. Yeah, first I would say it's my first time ever being on the, the band's guest list. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was very, very cool to be on uh, the guest list and just to hang out, be able to hang out backstage and get the opportunity to do and that And you, you sandbagger taking their watermelon. <laughs> Yeah, I took some watermelon. I was very hungry. Yeah, you know? <laughs> me too. But I was like, I can't, I can't touch their veggie tray and their fruit tray. I can't do it. I didn't ask for a glass of wine, you know. I just, I, I did, watermelon. but I asked for a bottle of water. I was, <laughs> I was parched. Right. So you went, you used their bathroom, and you asked for water. Yeah. I took a, I took a leak. I didn't say I took a dump. I took a slice of watermelon. <laughs> a couple. <laughs> No class. <laughs> uh, but it was, a, it was a good show. We had a lot of fun. We appreciate the guys letting us hang out. Uh, I think what we got tonight was a fun mix of Destination Beautiful with, like you called it, four. You called four new yeah. songs off of 3.0. Uh, their new EP that you can stream now with the new record coming out November 30th. They announced that tonight as well. Uh, but I think that, and, and, and then we talked about it on the interview, I, I think that's kind of ex- what we expected. We were going to yeah. get some Destination. We got we didn't get a lot of Singularity. didn't get a lot of uh, The Everglow. We didn't get a lot of Morning After yeah, and, and I'm evening. surprised because I believe the last time we saw them, like, they hit a lot of The Everglow. Yeah, they hit a lot of The Everglow. They hit a lot of um, singularity as well, and I was expecting maybe a little bit more. Uh, I was expecting either uh, Home or Just Like Go yeah. or Soundtrack to our movie. We didn't get those, but we got some of the we got some of the oldies, but the goodies. We got Summertime. We got All Deliberate Speed. Yeah, which I was happy with. That was at least one out of the Destination Beautiful mix that I wanted. I definitely wanted. Them yeah, we we have embers and envelopes on our Instagram yeah. story right now. So uh, it was again, it's just a good, consistent show. The guys are always great. We had a blast with the interview. Um, and and again, just maybe we expected to hear some different tunes. I think uh, the you know there was a banger of a first twenty five minutes. Then there was a couple slow songs in a row that we were kind of waiting for that banger to pick us back up, and it kind of just rolled into yeah, the they, rest they of the show out. a little bit. And then they had that little snafu issue with the with the, the key, sound guy. Yeah, the sound, sound guy had to come back on. Yeah, and and you know what? It's different because this is the latest. We've seen May come on. It's past eleven thirty. The show's over. We're yeah. usually out by eleven. Yeah, we walked um, in. I was like, "This is a twenty-one year old like up and show." I was like, "It's May, like yeah. really." And we got here at five o'clock for the interview, so we've been here for six and a half it's, hours. So it's starting to drag on us a little bit. Yeah, I, think. I know we definitely are tired. It has been a long day and night, definitely. Cause yeah, like, I, I, we all know it's way past my bedtime. Yeah, and we have a full episode tomorrow. We're going to be recording one hundred and twelve. I have my wife's baby shower tomorrow, so it's, it's definitely it's going to be a long weekend for you. It's going to be a very long weekend. We got Eagles football on Sunday, so I'm excited about that. God knows we need to win, but uh, we know like their their six was it their EP it's e- six e- songs 3.0 is six songs. They played four out of the six songs. So this is really that that next kind of look into their full length multi sensory aesthetic experience they're going to be dropping that like I said November thirtieth so I think that this was that big look into it of, hey this is what we got in the on the horizon yeah look forward to it and we got a lot of that tonight so maybe the people that hadn't seen May as many times as we have we've seen them a bunch of times okay. um, so maybe it's more show for them uh, but yeah I had a good time and, and I appreciate you coming along for the interview and for the show oh of course and usually both of us you know we both had a drive today which 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 was fine but you know I, I snuck. And I'd have to pay for parking 
because I got here a little bit earlier. I had to watch you pay for it. I got a laugh out of it. I'm surprised you didn't put that on video. <laughs> I did. Well, I just I just sent it to you. I, I, I was kind of polite, so I figured I'd at least drop it on the podcast. Dave, Zach, Jacob, thank you so much. Chris, uh, their manager, thank you so much for co- uh, letting us come on, hang out with you guys backstage at the Foundry. Another beautiful time at the venue. They're always so gracious to yes. us. They were super nice. They let us hang out in the venue while we were waiting for them, so we were not in the cold. And next time we know to bring a bottle of wine. Yeah, so yeah, next time, guys, we interview you, we'll bring you that bottle yeah. of wine. So thank you to everybody who let us come on, and thank you for hanging out with us through the interview and through this, uh, like we said, shorter uh, post-show recap. We will see you next week for episode 113. network has a brand new patreon that's right we're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month don't fret all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our patreon to sign for the eso network patreon's easy all you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link with your support of the eso network it's you who will reap the rewards This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.